Hi, good evening, and welcome back to our weekly podcast. My name is Denise Lavan, and I am here with Sheldon CPU and one of our executives, Mr. David Babish. We want to thank everybody who have been continuously logging in, listening to our podcast, liking, sharing, leaving your comments. We really appreciate it. Uh, without further ado, I would be um, passing this podcast over to Sheldon, where we're going to talk a little more with David and discuss Pinnet USA. Over to you, sir, and welcome back again, Sheldon, and welcome, David, to this podcast. Thank you. And yeah. thank you. You're welcome, guys. David, welcome to our little space. It is a an absolute uh, privilege to be here, and and thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm excited to hopefully share appropriately and and contribute positively. So I I can't express that enough. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, I think you you have been contributed contributing positively since we have been on this journey. It's about two and a half to three years now. Um, so you want to share your version of how you came into contact with with homing pin and myself i'd be happy to i had the privilege of connecting with you sheldon through some linkedin solicitation or connectivity uh, in my former business, one of uh, our, my partners was NBA Hall of Famer, Los Angeles Laker, North Carolina Tar Heel, number one pick, James Worthy. And through some of his and my outreach, we connected on LinkedIn. And this was in the middle of the pandemic, so it was very interesting. Uh, and And... Some of the experiences and connectivity and nature in which we all tried to stay a bit normal. Literally in my garage, I had set up a little bit of a studio and was doing Zooms. And one of my very first ones, venturing into this uh, um, virtual networking organization... Um, you and I connected Sheldon and I think we hit it off rather quickly and I think uh, it's super significant when you can align with humans and and find some commonality regardless of background, geography experiences you know, music, sports there's different things that really bring so many people together from so many different walks of life. And as we connected and learned more about each other, to the depths of our families and age of children and 
again, geography, whether we were talking about weather and a storm coming or what our interests in business and, and we got deeper into our relationship. You had shared with me about homing pin and in some capacity, we had mutually agreed that let's see how we can help each other grow. Right. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, and if you think about it, it's a larger um, analogy or illustration of connecting with somebody as obscure as me being in Los Angeles, you being in the islands, and the internet or or, or virtual uh, business connected us and if somebody and I hadn't thought of this till now but somebody and, and I'm sure you'll get into it but somebody loses a, a, a valuable possession and homing bin in it USA it it brings that item that possession back to a person it's gonna happen through a very similar virtual connection and not to go too deep on it but as i reflect back it's amazing how similar those paths could run or be compared and so in putting a little bow on your question uh you know i think a little bit of fate a little bit of timing a little bit of of assimilation comfort spending the time to learn more about each other and what we do and our backgrounds brought us together to this point of now being in business together, building a company. I, I agree with you on that. Um, I, I remember speaking to James and he said, you know, I know who you should talk to. And he pointed me in your direction. He he said, I am James Woody, but if if you want to get, you know, connected, etc. And and he pointed me directly towards you. Uh I think like the first couple of days we spoke on the Zoom, outside of the Zoom, um, you know, and really learned about each other. We, we didn't really talk business as such. Uh, we learned each other. And uh, the, the M3 was about connecting people. And it was just about, hey, l let me help you, you know, whatever way I can and, you know, and vice versa. Um, that was, it was seamless. It, it didn't feel like a business transaction. You know, it it was much you know warmer, and that type of thing. So, you know, it, it just felt the connection felt natural to me. You know, it it really wasn't difficult at all. Um, you you have a wonderful family. Um, yeah, I, and it's it's amazing that during the pandemic, you get. What you realize is that your life is, and someone else's life, 
doesn't have that many differences. It has more nuances, but it doesn't have differences. It's that I agree with and reflecting deeper and further is you're right. We had very few initial conversations about business and we went into whether it's what our DNA is, our subconscious, I don't want to go crazy and sideways here, but it we for whatever reason, if you if if I can try to sound hip, which <laughs> which I struggle with quite often, but I think I'm cooler than I am, that we were vibing in laying the foundation for what a relationship meant. And we probably didn't even think about it, but you know very quickly, I think, through enough experiences, whether it's, you know, family and personal or friendships and and business, you start to get to a point where you can identify, hey, this might have some path. I don't know what that path is but I'm willing to spend some more time investing in that and becoming vested if it, if it comes to fruition or eh, respectful pass. And so I, I think that the time, place, space, you know, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about sports. It's almost time and score, time and score the most effective athletes at whatever level. When they understand time and score, it enables them to make better or best or the right decision in that moment. And so I'll, I'll use the analogies, you know, I did pin uh, it and, and then, you know, now sports, but these are things, uh, you know, for you and me, where we built our relationship and and why we're probably here on this podcast in the moment. Yep. Uh, because when we met, there wasn't a pin it. <laughs> right? We, we were talking about any business that we did speak in that line was how to do home and pin, what to do with it. Um, so there wasn't a Pinit USA at that point in time. Pinit USA came, came, came to be later on. Right? We, there were, for months, we didn't have a, a Pinit USA when we met. You know, um, eventually, we, the company Pinit USA came about. We, we spent a lot of time talking about ooh, from from food to <laughs> you know uh, the sport to university to everything else um, you know meeting you meeting my my people I you know and I getting to know your people as well that kind of thing you know your friends um, who still are uh, friends that I stay in touch with today so uh yeah you're right i you 
sometimes you know that this part is going to take you somewhere you're not too sure where and all you need to do is just invest that time and uh and then mo most importantly enjoy the views on that path and enjoy the journey yep no no doubt and uh in looking back i think it represents the culture that we would like to and aspire to create in the organization and that is being relational and not transactional right it could right. be perceived as a little bit cliche but we want that with partners ad agencies marketing vendors um, shipping and receiving and then ultimately right it's about our customer satisfaction mm -hmm. and retention of of customers and retention of team members and being genuine and building relationships that you know it's not up to me or to you or our company to assess value to somebody's phone laptop luggage whatever it may be backpack it could be the smallest least significant item to you and me but you know what it's important enough for that person who owns it to put a tag on it, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and and incorporate themselves into a reliable relationship platform. Because if it was transactional, nobody would give a you-know-what <laughs> about it. And it's next up. That's not our job to say what item means what to you. I've always, being a restaurant guy, operating multiple units and having hundreds of team members and building a team of leaders that help nurture and guide and coach and, and drive, drive a business forward, is that you gotta engage and care and it's not up to me, restaurant-wise, if somebody buys a soda for two bucks, let's call it a fountain drink, right? Or they get a two or three hundred dollar catering order. Whatever it is, the value of the dollar that person spends is what we have to relate to and respect. Hence, going back to relationship building and not being transactional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I totally want the company that way. Um, we we actually never even had a conversation on profit. You know, it, it was has always been on how we can build it, who we can work with, and what would that be like. You know, rather than you know what we can put in our pockets. I don't think we have had that conversation yet. Um, even that we are this far down the path you know it's like okay yes it's going to be profitable but nobody nobody on board and that is that is a nice thing that we don't have anybody on board who is sitting counting dollars you know f from the next two years or something like that 
it it's all about people who want to be create that sort of you know family type environment where we really care about each other you know and stand up for each other and with each other you know to get it done and once that's it then pin it is going to continue to be fun yeah i i agree and also i'm gonna make that what you just shared that analogy with sports and i'll use the lakers and james worthy mr jerry bus original owner of the lakers in los angeles and he wanted the best talent he wanted to put on the best show he had his family with them he you never ever have heard the lakers worry about salary cap no when you put the right players on the team in the right place because sometimes you have the right person in the wrong seat and you just got to navigate that a little bit and massage it. But at the end, when you have the right people operating with integrity and communicating appropriately, I think to your point, Sheldon, that then you're talking about an organization that is genuine. It matters. Sales grow. And when sales grow, as we all know, profit flows. And I, like I said, I was, I struggled to be hip, but grow and flow rhyme. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to bust that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're rolling with it now, man. Well, you did great in getting me to relax and get comfortable. Because as you know, that's a real struggle for me. <laughs> you're doing great, David. I I would I wouldn't you you keep say you have said that more than once to me, but in your past role, I still say how you ran M three to me. I don't think anybody ever felt uncomfortable, not heard. I think everybody enjoyed coming to to the platform, you know knowing that you're there um you really have take i've seen you taking care of so many people um you know almost to a fault on yourself very yeah, no, right. you bring up a really good point now when i share it with you as we've grown our relationship i'm comfortable it's it is sarcasm and i'm very aware that Sometimes when joking or sarcastic, there's still a little bit of truth, right? Yeah. And with that said, though, you are right, and I am as well, that I'm comfortable, but I do care what people think. A little bit what they think of me, but that's not that important. That's just selfish. And it's just, if you have a little bit of care somewhere in your heart and head, then you naturally have a little bit of 
am I doing this okay? With that said, my family says, could you please shut up and why are you making friends like that? <laughs> Where we go. So I'm totally 100% comfortable, but I do care how it goes. And I'm going to bring that back to business again. I think I do have, and this isn't about me, it's about us and the organization, but we all have to evaluate our toolbox and what we bring to the table. We do have an ability somehow, and I, I really don't know what it is. Maybe it's my parents. Maybe it's my family that I grew up with, my siblings. Maybe it's my wife and, and our daughters and Maybe it's our dogs. Maybe it's relationships and loving sports. And I don't know what. I think I bring in little nuggets from all those places. And it gives me this toolbox or skill set to tap into people. Oh, I also care, though. I, I, pardon my language, but I can bullshit, but I'm not a bullshitter. So I think I probably have a little bit humbly gift of gab and getting to know people and engaging and I think that along with some organizational and operational experiences and structure helped me help the company and that is what I try to bring to the table and as you know I'll I'll have some constructive candor shout out to one of my old friends drew kugler who taught me that saying but constructive candor in saying hey where are we at with that does that seem right to you here's what i feel just having open honest dialogue that isn't personal so when you have that ability to open up the door build a relationship i think it elevates to the next level of okay we've built trust and I'm asking or challenging or sharing from a perspective of trust and integrity. So I, I do poke a little fun at myself. Uh, you know, it's part of the shtick, if you will, or the routine. It matters to me how people feel in getting comfortable, just like a customer in a business. I want them to be comfortable, to relax. And I think that is hopefully what is one of my assets that helped you identify in inviting me to this amazing team oh yeah that that's actually your secret sauce <laughs> it's i i oh i still marvel at how much you care how how you bring it across how comfortable you make people feel um it's it's a it's 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 a skill you know uh it it it's 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 at a skill level that you know that's like a master class um uh, you remember i've been with you on a number of onboarding interviews and that sort of thing so i, I am talking from i'm talking from a a real a point of view that I don't think many might have had, being able to really sit uh, virtually next to you while you had some of these interviews and stuff, and 
the fact that you're this warm, you're actually candid when you you can bullshit but you're not a bullshitter. Um it's really who you are. And still I can tell you I have seen you reach out and extend, you know, yourself to so to so many others. Um first rather than you know chase the next hundred bucks or something like that and that side of you is the side of you that i really love um that side of you where you're not going to put you know that 50 bucks in front of uh a person and probably trying to help that person or trying to get something bigger going that kind of thing because uh i guess that i saw that even after i made the decision to you know that we should be business partners in this and that just like cemented it in my mind that yeah you made the right choice in terms of asking david to be on board uh and when you actually said yes i was like well yeah this this is great because a great company is really made up of great people yeah. not it's not the product it's it's the people behind the product True. so so true and and i heard the true subtly back there don't be scared <laughs> uh but but it it is and i think that is where instead of it being about who I am is let's maybe chat for a moment about when you identify you know the right people you as CEO and the leader you gotta and know who to bring, who not to, how to hold accountable, how to grow, um, how to shift and assist, how to adjust, how to evaluate, hey, are we going to be insane here and try the same thing over and over and no, it's not working. I mean, I could go on and on, as you know, but when you build a team and communicate and are real about it, I think things happen to take care of themselves at a greater level or add more value or um, enhance growth and, and um, awareness of a brand. And I think people now more than ever respect real versus a brand and go they're just selling me something people are smart they're more savvy than ever and so if you disrespect that it isn't no thanks it's you've insulted me or them and then it becomes exponentially more difficult to recover that potential customer partner whatever it may be so i just have always 
watch my father, frankly, 85-year-old man with Parkinson's that is fighting the good fight and doing well. And he and I, on a regular basis, we just sometimes break down a business or talk about a, a, a interaction with another human and how that went. And he always worked his butt off. And it was for himself because he loved it. And he, for me, established what it means to be of integrity, a family man, have true friendships, not superficial ones, true, genuine friendships. You know, the one when you get to call your friend and say, you're my friend, you're my family I got to choose, right? That's the definition of friendship to me. Family I got to choose, not was born into. And you say, I got this problem, whether it's small or large, and you can just even chat it out or they'll listen and they know who you are. That's the culture as well that you want a company to not only be about, but represent. The days of bullshit, again, pardon my language, or a brand that doesn't back up who they are, what they do. It just, it, 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 they're gonna, they're gonna fail miserably, very expeditiously. And so, instead of harping on what somebody wouldn't be, I enjoy looking at it from what what is created who I am, which in turn for me gives me my lens on uh, perspective for a business or an opportunity that number one, I might get invited to number two, I would choose to become associated with because right takes two to tango and you can always get the invite or conversely aspire to be part of something and never get the invite. Yes, I know I could go on and on <laughs> what it is, but I hope it's giving perspective to you all and for anybody that is is caring to tune in because I do know that's for you, Sheldon, the culture you aspire for our organization to become and exist in. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, one of the mottos that we would that we are carrying forward is friend and found yeah. and hashtag mad love in that hashtag mad love for one another within Pinnit and hashtag for everybody we connect with whether it's a vendor uh, a partner you know someone in marketing licensing it doesn't matter uh I want a company that is based on, you know, love for one another, that we we know, hey, this this is not just the, the guy I sit to on a, you know, on a desk next to me. This is my brother, you know, my brother, my sister. We have each other's back. You know, we understand each other. Um, and it, that, that will leave us and go outwards with the company yeah. and everything that we touch you know i want us to, to to touch people and this is one thing about the product and service is that as you alluded to earlier i find your stuff and report it so you can tag me 
that connection that is made there with with us pushing that that love and 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 positivity behind it is also going to connect them this is going to be your new friend who found your your camera you know or whatever the item was you know this is a new friend you you would make yeah. at that point and that would allow you know to connect the world uh, you know in a very positive way uh through the product that that to me is the is the main aspect of the product yeah we get your lost your lost item back your lost valuable back but we get it back to you and we allow you, you the ability the opportunity to create a friendship not just get it back you're able now to create a friendship out of getting this your item back and you know that's that's the scenario that that i see that's how i envision it that's what i want yeah that's it's cool. amazing uh and and so i'm super thankful appreciative of uh being given an opportunity to communicate with you all um share some perspective and it it truly is a, a privilege to be associated in not not just again transactional but even to the level of being here and just having dialogue with by the way nothing prepared Yes. I'm thinking, I asked you a couple or three times, Sheldon, what are we doing? And you're like, you'll be fine. And I then <laughs> end up, you know, trust mode. And we're going to do this. And, and yet again, you came through and hopefully I provided some value. But I think it's, a, it's an illustration of um, a foundation for us to build trust with our future customers. We're not winging it, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. in our business space, but I appreciate being able to speak from the heart and unscripted because that's where genuine behavior sharing relationships begin. Correct. So, thank you. It's a privilege. And it's a privilege knowing you my friend um as as we are looking to to wrap this in a bow we could call this part one we, we you know i expect i expect this podcast to reveal the behind the scenes and not the behind the scenes or the books that we do or decisions that we make but the relationships that we build within this company because I want people to know really what we stand for, which is why it's unscripted. Because I want people to realize that we are not just a bunch of people, you know, that come together behind a dollar sign or something like that. That we are actually a group of people that really trust each other, care for each other. And our product is based on that as well. And this is what the company is about. 
I want I rather the company be known for that. That is what I I want. Uh, I have people, amazing people like yourself, around me. So it keeps me, you know. I I wake up in the morning and and the people I work with is enough to ch recharge my battery to go all day and get what you know what has to be done done because hey I'm you know laying the foundation to be around this group of wonderful people within this company yourself Philip Duval the Neil Martin Clark it's a, such a, a warm amazing bunch of people that you know it's something you you look forward to every day yeah you know it was really um heartwarming to hear the story of how you guys connected and i've always regretted not being um being on the m3 platform because i understood what you were doing and so forth it just at that point in time when you were doing it i just wasn't any no <laughs> all right about what was really taking place there and how to invite i didn't know shalon at that point in time yet you know um but i understand you did really really great work with m3 and you seem like such a really really genuine person that's what we are building the brand on because everybody basically within the company who I know, they're just so warm and bubbly. You can always get the truth from them. And that's how we present the information to, to the public. So all of our podcasts has been unscripted. Yes, yeah, so this is even specifically for Mark. <laughs> Sheldon tend to taunt all the time. There are no scripts. We don't really write down anything and practice or rehearse. It's just like, let's do a podcast. We'll do it on this particular topic. And sometimes it's like on the fly. Sheldon will just come up with a topic and we'll just go with it. No, it's amazing. And don't, don't have um, any regret. Like I said, time and score. So yeah. timing for a lot of people matters. And um, I'm, I'm super appreciative that you think enough to, to share that. But you, you could funnel that energy into other places. And so I think it's a big, uh, massive feather in Sheldon's cap that he's identifying and building you know identifying people and building a team that can deliver on what you just shared so um, you know it, it's humbling uh, it's uh, like I said a privilege I probably don't need to repeat that word again otherwise it might become some form of a drinking game because <laughs> it's repetitive and we don't want to do that so um, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for an opportunity to just be a small part of something like this if 15 or 
1,500 or 15,000 hear it. Um, I think we all learn and grow each day, and whether we know it or not, we pick up a nugget here or there or a little something that helps us and add it to our pile of our why, our motivation, our success based on whatever one scale is for that. And if you continue to surround yourself with the right people in the right place at the right time, I think things happen to take care of themselves. I'm a big believer in karma, and I think you get back what you put off and, um, you know, treat others as you want to be treated, and, and we're doing our best at that, then it's of integrity. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we're, we're thriving for. So yeah. I'm not going to use the P word privilege Uh, but (laughs) i am gonna say thank you and i i extend major love and respect for for letting me be a small part of the platform here anytime david i mean we are one family and the aim really is for one of the executives to have a moment on the podcast to share their story as to how they came in contact with homing pen so heads up to duval and philip and clark and the rest of the team you know i yeah, really that's, like that's how cool. you're authentic you know it's cool the library or the series go go knock it out sheldon line it up and then when you get through everybody we we need a group one Right. And let's just shoot the shit in a fun, <laughs> enjoyable, motivating, hey, you remember when? And, <laughs> hey, also, you got to understand, we challenged each other. It was serious. But on the journey, if we can't enjoy what we need to do, then move along maybe wrong place wrong time score scoring scoring time right scoring yeah. place yeah yeah that's for sure well david have a wonderful evening uh don't forget you still have a, a friday evening um barbecue for me and a, and a yacht ride <laughs> <laughs> careful i'm gonna have people ordering food it happens uh i know billy i i'm telling you but uh it's it's really it's it's fun you be careful Uh, you might get addicted to what i cook and then it's gonna be real danger zone but keep, keep keep going my man and and thank you thank you thank you um, I think from the islands, it's respect, man. Yeah, man. Yes. Hi, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, David, it was really, really awesome having you on the program this evening. We'll definitely be doing another one with you soon. And, you know, I just want to say thank you for all the loyal listeners, even the new listeners who join in. I hope you enjoyed this segment. Um... 
for those of you all who might be new and wondering which islands David is making reference to it's Trinidad and Tobago one of the very very hottest islands right now it is so humid <laughs> no joke all right uh, we really appreciate you all thank you Shalon again for another opportunity to share this podcast with you you entertaining as always <laughs> Any last words before you, before we close out, Sheldon or David? I'll let Sheldon go last, so I'll say <laughs> cheers and respect and thank you. Cheers, David. Yeah, I would just uh, echo David's sentiments. Cheers, respect. Uh, we'd be having, uh, we already lined up another podcast. Um, we'll be having Andrew Hopwood soon, the guy that invented homing pins. So that is going to be very interesting. Yes, I look forward to that one. Again, thank you and I wish you all a wonderful week. Stay good, stay tuned in. Mad love for Pennant USA, mad love for travel tags. Have a good evening. And we'll see you again soon. Take care.